Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash My Money Health Check. Welcome to the Witch Money Podcast, your weekly hits of money news and personal finance hacks to help make you better off. I'm your host, Rob Lilly, sitting in for Lucia Ariano this week. And today we're returning to a familiar topic on the podcast as we tackle tax. More specifically, taking a look at yet another monthly outgoing, which is on the rise, and that's council tax. In this bite-sized episode, we'll be hearing more about the newly announced rates, which areas of the country could be seeing higher bills than others, and also the support available for you if you find yourself struggling to pay. Now, to help me navigate it all, I'm pleased to say that I'm joined by another fairly regular visitor to the Witch Money podcast, and that's witch expert Matthew Jenkin. Matthew, hello. Hello. Good to be here. Great to have you here. Now, before we get to the rest of the podcast, how have things been for you with all of the council tax changes. I know we got the figures through quite late, finding out what's going to happen. So a uh, little bit stressful, but you've got them all? Yeah, just about. Yeah, I think so. With a warning, we're still waiting for um, Scotland and Northern Ireland. So unfortunately, I won't be able to discuss uh, those ones just yet. But England and Wales have come through today. So um, so we've been busy editing our, our, our piece that's going to uh, appear on the website shortly this afternoon. Oh, well, Matthew, thank you then to, to you and the rest of the Witch team for all your hard work on this one. I know, as you said, you've been pulling all this together for that piece that uh, will be heading on to witch.co.uk very soon. And we'll make sure we put a link to that in the description for this episode. So with all that in mind, then, how much can we expect our council tax bills to set us back? You've mentioned we've just heard exactly how much rates are going to be rising in both England and Wales. I assume it's not exactly a pretty picture, is it? No, I mean, anyone who's got their, you know, um, a letter through the door, you know, over the last couple of weeks from the council will know that we'll probably be in the same boat. You know, it's all going, it's going up mostly for everybody, really. From April, you know, some households are going to be hit worse than others, I'm afraid. And it really does depend where you live and which council tax band your property falls into. The average bandy council tax band in England, for example, is going to be £2,065 from April 2020. Uh, And that's actually an increase of £99 or 5.1% compared to last year. However, you know, band D households in Wales are also going to see a rise in their bills by an average of £102 or 5.8%. So those percentage rises then, you know, you mentioned 5.1% in England, 5.8% in Wales. They're some of the biggest rises we've, we've kind of seen in recent years, aren't they? 
I mean, council tax has been going up quite, you know, steadily for the last uh, for the last ten years. It's increased by about forty two percent actually uh, over the last decade. Previously, you know, last year councils they could only raise their rates by uh, a cap of two, a maximum of two point nine nine percent. But if you remember, if you cast your mind back to the autumn statement, you might remember the Chancellor announcing that from this April, local authorities in England will be allowed to raise council tax by up to 5%. And that's without the need for a local referendum, a local vote. That does include a tax which councils can opt to add on to the bill, uh, which pays for things like adult social services in the area. Um, so, you know, if, if your council is eligible for that, then you could be seeing uh, up to 5%. Uh, and, and some are, are going even further uh, where they've uh, been given, you know, where they're in particular sort of uh, financial trouble and they've been given special permission to raise it uh, by a lot more, actually. Well, we'll get into kind of drilling down which areas of the country are seeing those kind of highest rises and, and also the areas maybe more interestingly that have seen that the lowest increases or will be seeing the lowest increases come come April. Matthew, can we just go back to a stat that you mentioned before there? Remind us just how much council tax bills have kind of on average gone up in the last decade? Yeah, it's gone up by by 42% over the last decade. And it doesn't look like that's going to stop anytime soon. Blimey, 42% is a, is a huge amount. Well, let's get into the details here then. Imagine we've got a virtual map of, of England and Wales in front of us. Which areas are going to be playing? Which areas are going to be paying the most? Which areas are seeing their bills go up? Perhaps more interestingly, the, the least as well. I, I know a lot of listeners will be tuning in, desperate to hear whether or not their area gets a mention here. Yeah, I mean, so interestingly, out of all local authorities in England, 314 are raising council tax by at least 5%. But there are 148 that are increasing it even more. So if you're unlucky to live in places like Croydon, for example, um, they have a, uh, if you have a bandy property there, you're going to, uh, their rates are set to rise by a whopping 14%, wow. which is, which is, yeah, it's an incredible amount. Uh, Thurrock also is going to be, uh, these are, these are councils that have been given special permission by the government to raise their rates by even more. And uh, Thurrock um, is also raising by uh, 9%. So we're, we're seeing, you know, huge increases for some people. People living in Rutland are going to be paying the most um, in uh, in the next year. Uh, annual band D bills there uh, are going to be £2,421.58. And that's up from 2,303 pence uh, last year. However, if you're living in Westminster, uh, as in previous years, they are going to ha- they have the cheapest council tax rates in England. Um, and in fact, the council uh, council tax rates there have been frozen uh, for next year. So residents in the London borough uh, will only be paying £913.78 for a bandy property. But that doesn't mean that your bills won't rise uh, because there are other charges such as the Greater London Authority's share of council tax. And that and that's also gone up. Um, that's also been increased this year. Bills there, you know, they, they are actually higher than last year when Bandy taxpayers paid £865.78 uh, a year. 
And also, while we're on the subject of the areas that have uh, have seen the biggest increase, I was uh, I was looking at buying somewhere in uh, in Croydon last year, but ended up buying somewhere else. So maybe that ended up being quite a good decision by the sounds of yeah, things. Yeah, you you may have dodged a bullet there. Maybe, although having said that, I do need to uh, look into the details and see how much bills are actually going up where uh, where I did eventually decide to uh, to move. So maybe me and you can have that conversation after today's podcast. <laughs> I'll give you some recommendations. <laughs> Well, yeah, please do. And we will shortly get to the ways in which we can potentially reduce our council tax bill. But it's very understandable, isn't it, that many people are going to be concerned about these rises, especially in the context of their other monthly outgoings increasing. Earlier this week, of course, we heard the very unwelcome news that inflation had actually risen again. Now, this was a surprise to many. It's up to 10.4% for the month of February with many experts having previously expected that figure to continue to start decreasing. So Matthew, what are some local authorities doing for those who understandably might struggle to pay this increased council tax bill? Yeah, there's quite a lot that uh, councils are are doing to sort of support residents who are struggling. And there's even a handful of um, councils that are planning to waive council tax altogether for their most vulnerable residents. Um, For example, Vale of Whitehorse District Council in Oxford and Worthing Borough Council, they've both confirmed it will be scrapped entirely for eligible low-income households from April. But there are other things councils are doing to support residents if you don't live in those areas. Some, like Birmingham uh, City Council, uh, they're giving out hundreds of pounds worth of cash grants to help organisations set up food banks. Uh, In fact, helping people get access to affordable food seems to be a big priority for most local authorities um, as you know we, we we've all seen you know the soaring prices on supermarket shelves so um, that's something that a lot of local authorities are trying to help residents um, get through uh, other initiatives uh, include increasing the amount of so-called warm spaces and these are places people can go to get cost of living advice support or or, you know, simply stay out of the cold in the, in the winter. If you're in need of help or support, though, I'd say the best bet is to, you know, contact your local council directly to find out what they're offering in your neck of the woods. And I should say as well, there is also a really helpful article on witch.co.uk, which kind of summarises some of the support that many local councils are, are offering for those struggling with cost of living. So I'll also put a link to that in the description for today's show. Now, Matthew, on that as well, there are probably some people out there who are exempt from paying altogether, aren't there? So could there be people out there paying that that actually don't have to? Yeah, absolutely. But again, it all depends on your circumstances. And usually the only people who are exempt or eligible for a a major discount are those on the lowest incomes. Um, But it's definitely worth checking out your options. Uh, for example, you may you may also qualify for a, a council tax discount of 25% if you live alone or with others who are disregarded uh, for council tax purposes, you know, such as students. Um, other reductions are available on, on empty properties, for instance, as well as second and holiday homes. But these discounts aren't applied automatically. So if you think you do fit the bill, 
you'll need to write to the council and make your case. Another option is to review your council tax band. That's usually very popular. And uh, if you think the original valuation of your home might be wrong or changes have been made to the property's use or size since its valuation, the council might decide to alter the band you sit in. Uh, I was actually having a little chat about this this morning. I found out quite a few of the, the houses on our street are you know, on on, on on band D and we're on a, a slightly higher band than that so so it was something I was considering and you know a, a, a good tip for you know getting a, a general idea of whether you know you might be eligible for this is to go around and ask your neighbours or, or to look on right move and, and see what what other um, bands you know properties on your on your street or your area are, are sitting in but be warned you know you could be reclassified into a higher band and pay more so you know it, it it's uh it that's why it's a good good idea to do your research first yeah super interesting that that conversation about kind of the valuation and what band your property ends up in is something you've been talking about recently it's something that has come up time and time again talking to friends i know people that have, have appealed their bands but as you say could go up as well as going down but I think one of the most interesting takeaways that I've always found from council tax valuations and the band that your property might fall in is is when these valuations were done especially in England because it's quite a long time ago isn't it yeah that's right it's because the value is is based on the price of the property uh, the price that the property would have sold for on the open market on the 1st of April 1991 in England and on the 1st of April 2003 in Wales. I mean, obviously, Wales is a little bit more recent, but still, you know, that's a good, (laughs) that's a long time ago. So things could have changed. Um, So so that's why it's definitely best. um, It's always best to to factor that into any sort of research you're doing uh, when considering whether to uh, go to the council and ask for a re-evaluation. Yeah, 32 years, I think, if my maths is right, that, uh, that that figure in England is based on 32 years ago. Yeah, it's a, it's a very long time. And obviously, you know, things could have changed in terms of, you know, what's happened to your own property. Yeah, definitely. So, Matthew, as you said there, make sure you do your research, but potentially one to uh, one to think about. So you've mentioned there some of the people that might be exempt from paying. But if you are expected to pay and don't, can we talk about what some of the consequences might be here? Sure. I mean, if you can't pay your bill, you've got to contact your local council straight away. There are several ways that, you know, it might be they may be able to help. Um, For example, um, uh, rescheduling your payments. They could reduce your payments if you're on a low income or claiming benefits. Uh, They can also offer something called hardship relief. But failing to pay your council tax bill can have really serious consequences. If you don't pay after receiving your final notice, for instance, councils can actually take legal action. That includes getting your employer to pay your unpaid council tax directly from your wages. They can even send round the bailiffs. So if everything else fails, then you can even be taken to court and even face jail time. So it's really serious. So um, so make sure that if you are struggling, you've, you contact your council right away. Yeah, very, very wise words there. So definitely, uh, definitely take all that into account. Well, let's finish on a more positive note then, shall we? Because Matthew, I know you've mentioned some of these things already, but there are, of course, some ways that you might be able to reduce the amount of council tax that you're paying. So to finish off, do you mind running us through some of these potential options again? 
Yeah, as I said, you might qualify for a discount on your council tax bill. Uh, for example, as I said, uh, you can get 25% off if you live alone or with others who are, uh, in inverted commas, disregarded for council tax purposes. Um, those sort of people are, are students or someone with a severe mental impairment. Um, I believe even if you're a monk or a nun, um, <laughs> quite interestingly. So if you live with only monks or nuns, um, uh, you, might, you might get a discount. Monasteries around the UK, delighted. Hunt one down now. Um, <laughs> uh, but you can also apply, as I said, for a ban reduction if your home is adapted for um, also for somebody who's a disabled person. So um, there's lots of uh, there's lots of um, avenues to explore. So after everything I've said, however, you know, these things won't necessarily apply to everyone. A huge thank you then to Matthew for coming on the show today and a huge thank you to you as well for listening in to today's episode of the Witch Money podcast. I hope you enjoyed our bite-sized guide to everything that's going to be happening with council tax rates and some of the help and support out there that's available. If you did enjoy today's show, please do remember to hit subscribe to make sure you can catch us again next week. And for more money news and advice, you can find us on social media. We're at Witch Money and online at witch.co.uk forward slash money. And also we have our free money newsletter too, delivered to your inbox every single Monday. And to sign up, you can visit witch.co.uk forward slash money newsletter. This episode of the Witch Money podcast was written, produced and edited by me, Rob Lilly, with additional support from Grace Witherden and the man you heard on today's podcast, Matthew Jenkin. Hi there, Harry from Witch here. Our research has found that millions of families are skipping meals to survive the cost of living crisis. And our figures show that over 8 in 10 people in the UK are having to make adjustments to save money on food. With the price of essential products soaring, we believe that supermarkets have to step up to the plate to help us all. That's why we've launched the Affordable Food for All campaign calling on the big supermarkets to take action and make a real difference to communities across the UK. If you agree and would like to join our campaign, then sign our petition at witch.co.uk slash affordable dash food and use the hashtag affordable food for all on social media. Thank you. <laughs>